Caralho, hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's not all that shy as bright. Oh. Oh. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, <laughs> Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm right. Well, what's this episode going to be about? Well, um, as as you know, it's been sort of a birthday time for me, a significant birthday time for me. And uh, I think you've already heard some of the things that I've got up to. But um, this is an episode that is sort of um, about my birthday in that, that, that it turns out that, that I know about this now, so I can tell you, but um, the, the regulars were arranging a little thing for me and um, Toppy wanted to help and also um it, it seemed like a, a very good time um for, for him to meet up with um ozzy uh, as, as you know um Dobby's expressed how much he 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 likes um ozzy but um you know although toppy still comes over to us and we still go to pickle hollow um uh, until we get it back which hopefully will happen in the next few months um we're still in this horrible little little hovercraft thing that was a pod that was from that ship and um yeah it's not a comfortable trip anyway um there was problems with toppy's journey over and also problems with ozzy not showing up when he was supposed to so that's kind of what the episode's about more than it is um, about my birthday. I, you won't hear me very much until the end of the episode because they were they kind of got me distracted somewhere else. Um, but yeah, uh, this episode is all about um, Toppy meeting Ozzy, but Comedy and Yeti Uncle John trying to divert um, uh, Toppy's attention from the fact that they don't know if Ozzy's even going to show up, and yet they put him through the horrible journey. So, yeah, let's run that theme music, and when you come back, you can see whether Toppy ever did get to meet Ozzy. Um, anyway, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. Uh, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, Catholics. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you, Paul? Good gracious. Well, that's a what. Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? I love the Yeti test. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. (laughs) 
could eat more body weight crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sauce? It's all green. Here comes the grizzly. It's the Shy Life Podcast. It's a wait for it to begin. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous. <laughs> marvelous. Marvelous, Paul. Hi there. Oh, dear. Where are they? What do you mean, property? We were expecting Toppy arrival, and, and, and yet Ozzy was supposed to be back yesterday. Oh, I know. Well, I'm sure he'll turn up soon. He has the trouble sending Ozzy off on courier things. Um, you know, we can't afford for him to go, like, first class. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure, um, I'm sure Toppy will be here soon. But he's later than he's supposed to be. Yeah, I know, but, well... We don't want to let him know that we don't know where Ozzy is. That's a good point. Um, well, uh, at least we got Paul out of the way. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I think I don't know where he's gone. Something to do with a museum or something. Yes, uh, a museum of fish. A museum of fish. Uh, yes. Well, well, a museum of fish and chips. Well, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, the doorbell. Well, that might be one of them. Go and open it. Oh, uh, oh, oh. hello. Oh, uh, Toppy. Uh, Top. Oh, Toppy. Yeah. What's oh. Uh, I'm down oh, here. You. Listen, I don't mind me being tied into a pretzel, but I had to roll from the stupid spaceship to your door, and I think I went through some thistles. And it hurt. And anyways, can you please carry me in? Because I can't walk. Get the Uncle John, pick him up. Oh, I'm very sorry. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Gently. Oh, Gently. Ow. 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 I'm sorry. Ow. Just set, set me sofa. down on the on chair. On the sofa. No, okay, the sofa. Yeah, no, wait a minute. Set me at the kitchen table. I'm hungry. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Dear Look at this. Dear. Look at the predicament I'm in. I can't walk. I, oh. I, I, why is my foot in my face? This is oh. not right. That stupid oh spaceship. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, I, I'm terribly so, sorry that you've gone through this. Um, just, you just, don't just, know the half of it. I think uh, I went around the world and Alpha Centauri like three times before we got your stupid door. God. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. It's most annoying not having your spaceship. <sighs> you know, uh, once you've seen Alpha Centauri once, you know, it's like, what a bore to go. Anyways, I'm glad to be here, guys, because I really, I know we got a lot of work to do for Paul's birthday but i i really wanted to meet ozzy too where where is he uh, um he, well i've just i've just got to go and fetch him actually oh. i've just got, got to go and pick him up from his house in the oh. taxi oh he's so, not here oh uh, you know he'll be he'll be here just okay. any minute um, well, he'll give me a chance to unwind oh oh uh should i go and fetch him Comedy? Uh, yes you ought to Go and fetch him, Yeti Uncle John. I'll stay yeah, with Toppy. Um, oh, I'll go. I'm sure he'll be waiting at the station. I mean, not this station that's far too close. He's at a station that's further away. Oh, yes, go. 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 Find him. Right. Yes, right, 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 right. Before you go, oh, yes. just, just grab 
my left foot yeah. and bring it back down around my waist and un and twist it off the other leg. Are you sure you won't? And, and then bend the bend the foot Ooh. clockwise. Ooh. Ah, 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 okay, that, that's good. Yeah. Oh. Be careful with him. Be careful with him. Okay. Oh, oh. Is that better? That's much better. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll go and I'll go and fetch Ozzy. Uh, yes, right. Uh, is there anything I need to get from the shops, Cromarty? Um, You know, just some things. I know that may delay you getting back, but it's important that you get those things. Right. Yes. Okay. Just going. What? Right. That's <laughs> great. I'm I'm grateful, Cromarty, because, you know, I've really been looking forward to meeting Ozzy. Yeah. Ever since I first turned him on the show, yeah, I said, oh, yeah. my God, I've got to meet Ozzy. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I, I do feel a little bit bad. It's been a little bit of a, a, a troubling time because, oh. well, I mean, no, I mean, just from the point of view of we're, we're missing Eek really badly and, oh, you know, yeah. replacements. I mean... Um, well, I'll tell you one thing, Karamani. I'm sure missing his big old roomy spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, me, me too. I mean, it's, you know, a bit like Paul always says, it's a bit like, what did he say? A bit like the Avengers. Ick is like Emma Peel and um, uh, and Ozzy is like Tyra King. And some people took a while to get used to her. And oh, yeah. not you though, not you, 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 um, I mean, it's, it's just been unfortunate. We've had to send him off on so many courier runs, but, uh, mm. um, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to seeing him when he gets here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how much, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling, uh, all that great to be honest with you. So I, I hope there's not a lot we have to prepare for, for Paul's birthday. You no, know, it's more just talking about the details and uh, maybe wrapping a few little presents and and okay. uh, I just wanted you to be part of the you know so you knew what was going on because as you know Paul has had so many different little things going on with different friends and well you know Paul I mean he can't just have one thing for his birthday it's got to be no. this big production and affair yeah. <laughs> well I think he's you know because he's actually uh, away for his actual birthday back in his hometown so he's yeah. doing things with so I really felt we needed to do something um, but obviously I mean that's a few days away yet but I, I, oh, that's why a few um, days Oh. No, no. Uh, I mean, we have a few days to prepare. I mean, you don't have to be here the whole time. But what I mean oh, okay. is, might be this might be the last time we get to speak before the actual party because it's oh, okay. a surprise, a surprise party. A surpri yeah, I got to yeah. keep uh, mum's the word. Uh, my lips are sealed. <laughs> yes, because um, Paul is. Uh, we managed to get him out of the house today. Um, he's gone to a uh, a fish and chip museum with Martin, I believe. So oh, uh, yeah. fish and chip museum. Yes, yes. Oh. Um, I think there's going to be lots of fishy smells, but uh, <laughs> Paul's just hoping that uh, they have a cafe where you can get new fish and chips for dinner. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny in America, uh, we still call it fish and chips too, even though uh, we decided a long time ago to call them French fries. But we, <laughs> if it's fish, we say chips. Is that weird? Oh, that's strange. That is strange. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how are you feeling? Can I Cramped. get Cramped. 
Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was about to ask you for some Tylenol or some ibuprofen or whatever's I, legal here yeah, in the UK. I, I don't know. Ibuprofen. Some... Yes, we can give you ibuprofen. Because, right. you, you know, like... you can make meth out of some of that stuff. We do that in America. Oh, I don't know if you do that here. Anyway. Oh, no, I'm not sure. Um, uh, anyway, um, so, uh, well, uh, how have you been since? The, sorry, I'm just going to put the kettle on. As okay, well. thank I'll you. I'll make you a drink. Um, thank and, you. Uh, I'm sure I can find something in the fridge. But Yeah, uh, and if you if he wanted to spike it with something, that would be okay. Okay. Um, so how have you been since oh. the uh, robot big fatty um, uh, premiere? I mean, I wasn't able to go to that, of course, because well, we, we had a little... Um, a break in here. My my lab was 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 trashed and. Oh dear, but, uh, I, I heard about that. Well, listen about the about robot big fatty. You know, don't tell Paul this, but it's exceedingly obvious that it's a robot, even though Paul seems to think it's so clever and sounds just like big fatty. But as we all know. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it's obviously not, big, but anyways, I play along with Paul because he just seems to be so infatuated with the whole thing. Well, know? I mean, he was, never, he was never meant to have such a, a long lifespan because it was just a little novelty thing because uh, back when we thought there was going to be no more Big Fatty because he was uh, finishing the little show, um, it was oh, yeah. just a, a little joke, really. You say, oh, well, Big Fatty is gone, but we still have him. But then he kind of became a thing in his own right, and yeah. of course we never lost the real big fatty. Um, uh, it's, it's, uh, um, um, yes, because um, uh, poor old Cuthbert, he was he was damaged in the um, in, in what happened in the lab. But I, I, um, of course, oh, no, we have seen we have seen you since. I'm talking nonsense. I'm sorry. I forgot yeah. you were here um, when we. We opened the lab of that, yeah, that hello. Whole, the whole body swap incident. That's right. That was oh, weird. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I oh, Lord. Everything, you know, sometimes I think things are out of order, and I forget which order they're really happening. I know. Well, you know, <clears throat> you should talk to Paul about that. Anyways, go ahead. Yes. yes. Well, um, uh, sorry, the kettle's nearly boiled. Um, uh, oh, by the way... Uh, do, do you know much about plumbing? Plumbing? Um, yes, we have a bit of a leaky tap. I just thought whilst we were waiting for Yeti Uncle John to get back. Oh, well, uh, I, I I guess I I think I can move now. I I, I don't know a lot, but I, I guess I'm willing to look at it. I don't know. Because we have such trouble getting somebody to come in and do little repair jobs. Oh, I understand. Um, I'll, really I'll, I'll take a look. There's actually a, a, a sort of faulty switch on one of the, the light switches in, in, in the spare bedroom as well. A light so, switch? Uh, yeah, it's just a little bit. I'm not sure. I, oh. I, I, I hate to get uh, Uncle John involved because I worry that he will blow up the whole flat. But Oh, well, I understand. I, I think you're wise in that. Well, like I say, I mean, I'm not much of an electrician, but no, I, no. I'll take a look at it. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm sure Ozzy will be here um, very soon. Oh, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yes. Um, I, we've told him that you're such a fan. He, it's really given him uh, added conf- confidence. Oh, has it? Oh, that's great. Yes, yes. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, he has been doing some 
we, we kind of hope that eventually he won't have to do the courier work because he has been getting little jobs at with Kapow extermination company. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I just imagine him doing all this courier week with work with, with those flat feet. And I, yes. how does he do it? I don't know. It must, he true. must have to soak them, uh, them feet in hot water and Epsom yes. salts all the yes. time. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, um, and, and of course, it's very quite hot where he, he's been to Bulgaria and also been to Australia. <laughs> quack, 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 flop, flop, quack, flop. Quack. That's his yes. feet. I yes. love it when he yes. quacks. Um, oh, my my phone's just ringing. Um, oh, here, here's your here's your drink. Oh, and thank I'll, you. Here's some biscuits. I'll I'll make oh. you a sandwich in a minute. <laughs> he really means cookies. Okay. Uh, uh Is that you? I guess. Have you seen him? Have you found him? Have you been able to get through to him? Oh, I don't know where he is. He's he's not in his house. I can't see him wandering around anywhere. Oh, it's most confusing. Oh dear. I I wonder. Um, hey, hey, Cromedy, I hate to bother you, whoever yes. you're talking to. And, you know, this is great, this drink, but could oh. I just, could you just put a little splash more of whatever that, was it brandy? I don't know what, but just a splash more, okay? Yes. Here, have the whole bottle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. What's going on? I've had to give him your brandy. What? Yes, well, you know, he keeps asking about when Ozzy's going to arrive. He had such a bad journey here. I can't, I can't, you know, I, 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 I just, I can't bear to tell him that we don't know where Ozzy's got to. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What's that uh, about, Ozzy? Uh, Is he's he here? On, on his way. Uh, oh, on, good. Uh, He's on his way. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, do you think you should call Paul? What? We can't. We can't tell him that Toppy's here. No, but ask him if if he's seen Ozzy. Maybe he went to the museum too. Yeah, but Ozzy wouldn't get himself muddled. He knew that we were supposed to be meeting Toppy today. Well, I I'm that. trying not to eavesdrop. But if you're telling me that Ozzy went to fish and chips and ate. Fish, I mean, no, that's uh, true. No, never mind. A <clears throat> duck eating fish is normal. Never mind. Well, uh, he, he's vegan. He wouldn't have eaten. He wouldn't be eating um, 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 fish, though. But uh, um, I don't think he's gone. I, um, uh, we're just going to pick him up now. <laughs> oh, yes, Was I gone. supposed to hear that? I, Was I, I supposed I, to hear that? It's I'm fine. some distance away from the phone, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Yeti Uncle John, ring round, find out. <sighs> right, I'll do it, I'll do it. You've got to distract Toppy, though. Well, I've already mentioned the leaky tap. I didn't know we had a leaky tap. Oh, well, we don't, but we will do in a minute. Oh, all right. Yes, and also the, the malfunctioning light in the spare room. I didn't know there was a malfunctioning light. At, oh, yes, exactly. Oh, gosh. Why don't you distract him with some of those, like, would you rather questions? Well, I might, it might have to come to that. But you call around. See if you can find him. Oh, dear, this is most unusual. I'll do all I can. Oh, dear. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, um, I'll just make you that sandwich. What would you like to eat? Oh, forget the sandwich. I'm enjoying this drink a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, good, good.
Hi listeners, it's time for some extra material. Now, um, I I didn't want to do a whole episode about this subject, but this episode, this me talking now thing is happening. Oh dear, Uh, what's happening to my word speakingness? Um, (laughs) And the challenge for you listeners is to put his words back in the sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Let me just say, I'm hoping this episode goes out around the 23rd of November, either before, during or after, but close to it, uh, which is the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. So for our extra material, I found something called the randomizer, which is actually something that was a thing in Doctor Doctor Who. Who, To avoid the Black Guardian. Yeah, but this is one that just picks random Doctor Who stories for you. For somebody like me who likes to be surprised about what Doctor Who story they might want to watch next or doesn't want to feel that they've somehow influenced their own choice or something. Uh, I'm, I'm quite excited by this because I'm, I might let the randomizer choose some stories for me. Anyway, what we're going to do is a sort of variation on the random word situation, um, those episodes, but we're going to do random Doctor Who stories and Nick and I are just going to sort of make comments whether we like the story. Um, we'll try and give a little bit of background for those who don't know Doctor Who well, but might be curious um yeah so we're going to do this for 10 15 minutes maybe a couple of times this episode and this is our nod to uh the 60th anniversary of the show so let me get the website out and let's see what the first story um is right oh the first one that comes up is the trial of a time lord the ultimate foe um it, I can t- I can, it gives a little bit of information, but only a little bit. Um, two 25-minute episodes starring Colin Baker as the Doctor, first broadcast from Saturday the 29th of November 1986 to Saturday the 6th of December 1986. Um, it's also Colin Baker's last regular appearance in the role, not, not including uh, the few cameos he's done since. Um, it was, yeah, the last two parts of that season and I, I, I worked for an untoo pleasant chap at the time and um, I, in a news agent and I remember belting it down <laughs> the town path to, 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 to catch this is episode 13 so, mm. uh, but it was the coda of the season it was the end mm. of the season I remember um, being pretty well blown away by some of the revelations because the Doctor is on trial throughout these episodes and then and the last two, it resolves it, and the the prosecutor. Uh, this is spoilers. I hope you don't. <laughs> um, but it, the prosecutor turns out to be a, a a sort of evil incarnation of the Doctor, which I, I I've always liked that idea. I, some people have sort of around that idea, but I, I and for Michael Jaston is superb as the Valiard, and that that. that penultimate episode was was terrific um now there's a bit of there's a bit of behind the scenes um thing here because um eric saywood as the script editor was on very bad terms with the producer um because certain things had happened and scripts have fallen through and everything and they were both rather uh, tempestuous kind of characters and um he, they had agreed an ending where there was going to be uh, the episode 14, the second one of the two, where he was going to be fall down a, 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 the, the, in the final fight. They were going to, he and the Valley of, Doctor and the Valley of were going to fall into a, a, a sort of vortex or something, and, um, and they weren't quite sure who was going to survive um, because they had to shut off the board. I thought, you know, that, that he, he thought that would be a good 
cliffhanger to end it on. Uh, whereas the producer, John Nathan Turner, felt that it would be the excuse that the BBC needed to actually finish the show mm. and wanted a happy ending with everything resolved. And the previous companion, Mary Perry, that was, that was killed off, suddenly, we, oh, well, I was a lie, that she, she's okay. And he was so disgusted with this, he, he withdrew his script. And he, I think he'd actually had actually left by then. But, um, and he, he withdrew his script and refused it to be used. Now... I think this is an awful shame because I I think a darker ending would have been much better, and um, it would have tried the, the the original episode thirteen had a lot of continuity points that weren't able to pick up because they then got Pip and Jane Baker, who were two writers who had done previous Doctor Who episodes, uh, to resolve the ending, but they weren't allowed to see the original ending <laughs> for, for for legal reasons, uh, which meant that. 14, episode 4, it had its entertaining moments, but it was a hodgepodge of scenarios, and it really wasn't It really wasn't up to much, unfortunately, but, which is a shame, because I really, really like that season. Well, my, my memory of that era is that it was probably my, the nearest I had to sort of being in the, the wilderness as a fan, not because I didn't like it, say, but yeah. because I literally, I don't think, knew any Doctor Who fans at this point. I mean, Paul from school was around somewhere, but um, we were a few months away from meeting. Yeah, I, we didn't get to know each other for another eighteen months I, or so. Yeah, I was I was at Dutch um, private school that I was at for two years, where all of the most of the people in my class were boarders, and presumably didn't get to watch Doctor Who or just Doctor Who was not probably they, were, they weren't allowed to watch it because they weren't allowed to watch TV. Or at that point, maybe wouldn't have been interested anyway. But I had no one to go back and say, "Oh, wasn't Doctor Who interesting?" Or was it? Or, or um, it, it was only when I went to the grammar school the year later, when Sylvester McCoy took over, that I met people like Harry, who was watching, and started to have people to talk to again. And then, of course, that um, snowballed where I met Danny, and then eventually met Eunuch, and 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 ended up sort of really getting into fandom and meeting lots of other fans. But yeah, this was my sort of. In a way, it could have been, it could have been me on the on a on a, on a, on a cliffhanger of fandom. You know, am I going to continue? Am I going to sort of drift? Or, yeah, or, am I going to kind of drift off to something else because I've got no one to talk talk to about it? Yeah. Um, I'm it, not, I, I personally, I, I mean, possibly because my life was in a better situation than it was with the previous season. I I I was very happy. Child always brings happy memories because I. I School was long gone. I was um, well; it's gone a year. Uh, but I, I was starting to work. I got my first proper job during the first story of that season, and it was just a pleasure to be able to work and then come home and watch Doctor Who on a Saturday, twenty-five minutes, and um, it was back. I mean, they, yeah, they weren't the most scintillating bunch of episodes, but I I, I like them. I, I get a nice warm feeling when I when I watch them. Still, um, it's just I I did think that. I, I think John Nathan Turner should have yielded to that original ending, but far from giving the show, uh, giving them a chance. To, I mean, the BBC would have happily killed off the show at this point anyway because it, it wasn't in favour. But far from it, it would have given that a strong ending to which to which to have finished. Um, and you know, and also, if they were, I don't know when the decision was really made to. Well, it set in their minds that they wanted to get rid of Colin Baker, which unfortunately they did at the end, after the end of this story. They sacked him, and um, he uh, 
I think it would have given a, a much more convincing scenario for the regeneration mm. we, we got with, with rather than the Sylvester one, which was a bit weak. Um, we, we should move on to an, another random story, otherwise... Uh, well, yeah, Ultimate Foe, I, I like it. It's got a lot of potential, but and ultimately um, it's... It, yeah. Because of the the internal politics, it, it got a bit it ended on a, a faffy note. Um, we're jumping on to New Who. You might remember this one, um, uh, Gridlock, one forty-five minute episode star- starring David Tennant as the Doctor. Uh, first broadcast on Saturday, fourteenth of April, two thousand and seven. Yes, I that do. was a season three one with Martha. Um, yes. In fact, I think Gridlock because there were certain episodes because Doctor Who with Tennant went out in spring. Um, around about Easter time, uh, there was always an episode that pre-figured Easter. I think, I was it that one? Because I think there was one that started, it usually the um, it usually went out Easter Saturday, but I can't remember. Maybe not. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Gridlock is I remember it well. It's one of my favourite Russell T Davis episodes because it's actually, but it was all based on a sort of larger version intergalactic traffic jam the, mm. the ultimate traffic jam on the planet that was you know kind of people have been stuck there for years people have lived and died people have bred families and they in this traffic jam and it moved uh, you know it, it just got stuck i thought that was a cracking idea um the other yeah the, there was an attempt to bring back an old monster called macra mm. which i thought was a bit half-hearted Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I didn't mind it, but it was the thought: if you're going to bring back something, you know. Like, however, I thought the characters were interesting. Um, I actually one thumbs up that I don't usually give Russell on this front. As you know, I have certain. Well, I, I, I I'm a Christian, and I have you know kind of certain sensitivities that way. Um, sometimes Russell can be a bit brusque with that sort of thing, but this one. He actually, everybody stops to sing a hymn, um, you know, just to unite themselves because it's a nice song. I mean, they're, 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 I'm not reading anything else into it, but mm. it was actually showed um, people with belief in a positive way. And also there's Abide With Me, They sung, when the Doctor's lamenting for Gallifrey at the end, which is actually quite a tear-jerking moment and Tennant really plays it very well. So it actually, there's a sensitivity about it which I think some of Russell's stories perhaps lack, and a, and a, and the face of Bo, which is another character they brought back, um, and so yeah, a good one. Yeah, I, I, uh, some of the sort of dystopian future ones tend to be a bit dodgy, but uh, this one good. Uh, I, I like I liked it. Yeah, I liked Martha. Oh, Martha, yes, companion as well. Martha, Martha was, I think, of the tenant companion. She was the most likable. Mm-hmm. I, I think I did like mine. Do you remember Gridlock? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, you sort of said a lot of what, of what I would have said, but yeah, and I, I, I certainly quite different. And and they sort of jump from stranded car to stranded car, right, to, yeah. so you could sort of see the different ca- characters. Quite an original idea. But, um, so it, 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 I think what works about it really is the fact that everybody can relate to a car. A, a traffic jam. So if you crank that up and, and have a, a really horrifically big traffic jam, jam, that's something that everyone can identify with. So that was good. That's good. Good. Um, we've now got the Talons of Wang Chiang, 
six 25-minute episodes starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, first broadcast from Saturday 26th of February 1977 to Saturday 2nd of April 1977. Do you want to start it off on the talents? Yeah, this is the last episode, or the last story, of season 14. Um, the the last Philip Hinchcliffe um, story... Uh, after three years, this is sort of the the last story of the one of the imperial phases of of, of Doctor Who, certainly in fandom or considered in fandom, um, or certainly before things changed. Um, the companion is Leela, who joined two or three stories before. Um, it's set in it's very Sherlock Holmesian setting. In fact, the Doctor even dresses almost like Holmes. Um, set in London. Um, lots of memorable cliffhangers. Uh, scary characters. Um, some things that are a bit frowned on today, casting-wise. Um, but, uh, yeah, good story. We, we were talking about it yesterday when we watched Seeds of Doom. Um, uh because, uh, yeah, not quite as well paced. It's a six-parter, and not six-parters would almost like either a two-parter and a four-parter, or, or uh, whereas Talons is a four-parter with a two-parter at the end, sort of the opposite of Seeds of Doom. Um, so it's sort of, um, yeah, not, it's not quite as paced as well, but it's still a very good story. Um what, what about what are your I, thoughts? I, I like it. Um, I, I'm well aware that it's very much a fan darling. Um, I I don't think it's I don't think it's one of my favourite Hinchcliffe stories, but it's incredibly well produced, um, and it, it was a set very. This was a particularly sensible era for production values because they actually thought about what they were going to do before they wrote the script, and Robert Holmes, who I'm a huge admirer of, wrote the script and. He had a lot of fun with it, but he was absolutely exhausted because he'd done so many uh, rewriting and everything. So he was coming to the, the end of his time, the script editor. And um, so he, 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 the producer said, basically, go and enjoy himself. And I think there's a few times when I think he's enjoying himself a bit too much. There's sort of a little bit too... It's, it's quite heavy with Victorian cliché, but um, I it's an exciting enough story. But um, John Bennett... I mean, I'm, I'm a bit reluctant to criticise too much about the, you know, kind of the, the makeup they used to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, even even with someone like myself who isn't particularly um, a, a, a PC punster, um, I, there was enough Asian, there was enough um, Oriental actors back then that could have played um, Lee Sen Chang, the, the main one. Alan Bet and uh, uh, John Bennett, who played him, is an absolutely terrific actor. Which is why I think we kind of it gets limp, for a lot of fans. They kind of yeah, there's someone, there was someone sort of made up to look Oriental. Oh, that's all right because it's talons, you know. So I'm I don't it's, as I say, it's it's a good story. Probably one of my favourites of the season, but not my favourite of the season. And um, I, I also I suppose. I'm also, it, it's just a little bit of a, an overripe pudding in some places. I mean, I love, I love musical stuff. And 
the, the villain has an interesting backstory. The, the, the actual Wen Chiang had an interesting backstory. But I think the guy playing in Michael Spice, who is, did the voice of another character called Morbius the previous season, was a lot more, I guess he was a little bit too over the top, I think. And I'm, you know, I like my over the top villains, but yeah, he, he, yeah, there's just a little bit too much CBD chewed. The story allows um, Tom Baker, well, it allows a sort of Pygmalion yeah. um, sort of subplot, which yeah. was going on anyway yeah. between him and Leela. But uh, um, I think it was um, a good idea for them to um, put Leela in some clothes, yeah, uh, with because uh, it just wouldn't have been done. But I, I don't. I, don't, I, haven't, I have to say, I've never really liked the Doctor dressed up as Sherlock Holmes. I mm. thought that was a bit corny. Um, I think he should have... I think he could have, with his stuff, um, passed, you know, he could have got away with it. Um, uh, Although, is he dressing as Sherlock Holmes or is he just dressing as... We think of it as Sherlock Holmes, always what Sherlock Holmes dressed as, quite typical of the sort of man that... I he was, know. I don't know, that's the only I trouble. don't know, I, uh, but, uh, the, the, but to us it looks like yeah, interesting I, 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 I've, I've yeah. never been keen on that look for the Doctor in that story. Um, I think he should have, it's like, you know, the, 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 I, I think, uh, yeah, put some clothes on Leela, that's fine. But the, the, um, There's some that, sweet se- scenes where, like, where, where he, they, some, some food is made for them and, and literally the sits oh, down and she nice just scene. sort of eat, bites into the meat with it, um, like she would... Um, but then the rest of the um, the diners uh, do the same to make yeah. so she doesn't feel yeah. um, like left out. Or there's like some lovely characterisation. I mean, there always is in Robert Holmes's script. Um, the two, um, the, the, the the sort of showman and, and the doctor who become good friends. Jago and Lightfoot. Yeah. They had their own big finish spin-off That's series for many years as well. Two, two very superb actors. Were only one of us, one of whom is still with us. But um, yeah, it's a good story, um, but a little, perhaps a little bit of an, o- an overage pudding uh, to be on my top level, mm. but still very, very nicely played. Uh, yeah, well, well, going back to what I was saying, yeah, they, they, the writer actually spoke to the designer. There was some liaise there, and what they got, they, they, all, they never overstretched it so they couldn't do something they couldn't do. So there, there was, oh, we got the location, ah, well, get that in. Kind of, and it develops, so it never looks anything other than superb on the screen. this museum it's amazing the history of fish and chips is so fascinating haddock cod um all they've all got very fishy faces well yes it's because they're fish yes but uh, the shape and size of chips has changed too if you'd have had fish and chips in 1942 we either barely had anything because it was all rationing and things like that well around that time anyway uh, yes right well, it was the war, wasn't it? Uh, don't think they, I guess they weren't thinking too much about fish and chips then. Yeah, yeah. What are you calling about? Well, well, just wanted to make sure that Ozzy wasn't with you. Oh, uh, we haven't. No, we haven't seen Ozzy. Why have you got some work for him? 
Uh, yes, so, uh, some work is called Urgent Courier Work. We're just trying to contact him, and we don't know where he is. I wonder, wonder what's happened. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, it's fine, as long as he's not with you. No, not with us. Uh, anyway, um, we, we, we'll, see you, we'll see you soon. Um, we're nearly done at the museum, and we'll come straight back. Oh, Paul, I wouldn't rush your day. Uh, I'm sure Martin would like to go for a meal or something. Ah, uh, hello, Yeti Uncle John. Is that you? Uh, yes, yes. Do take Paul out for a meal after the museum, won't you? Uh, me- oh, yes, I will. <laughs> well, that'll be great. Well, I'll see you later once we're finished. Yes, Paul, that's great. If you hear from Ozzy, just let us know. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> Bye, then. Uh, goodbye. Uh, good goodbye. Oh dear, your finger's okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I hardly feel it. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. really, you know what? I'm not used to using these tools. But you know, yeah. how did I? Do? I, you know, I think I slapped the leak. <laughs> Yes, I, I think you did. And the light switch is a lot better. Um, uh, you know what, though? I should probably disconnect the water from the switch, the light switch. Don't you think? That's an electrical hazard, I think. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, do be careful. Um, Nonsense. I'm perfectly in control. <laughs> Um, you know, when I came here, I was so achy, and now I feel so nice and loose. <laughs> Would you like a coffee? Perhaps you coffee, need Coffee, I mean, yeah, with more brandy. Yeah. No, no, not with more brandy, because otherwise oh. you'll fall asleep and you won't see Ozzy when he arrives. Oh, oh. oh you're right. I better call the brandy. I want to... Where is he, anyways? Um, he, he, did you not... I think when you were uh, doing um, the, the work in the kitchen, you missed a call. They're, they're just on their way. Uh, they, well, you should have told me. I, oh, I, I really didn't want that's to interrupt. Great. That's great. Perhaps, perhaps if you... Perhaps, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, perhaps it's best that he slips. Um, oh, no, oh, watch. Oh, Ozzy, where are you? Ozzy. Oh, the, the, the phone's going now. Hello? Hello? Darling, darling, it's me, Bettina. Oh, oh, Bettina. Oh, I, thank goodness I, I wasn't sure who it was. Well, I'm actually calling because um, we've had um, uh, the delightful company of, of Ozzy. You have? He's supposed to be here. Yes, darling, I know. And, well, I, I made the mistake. Of, uh, it's all my fault. I invited him over for coffee, and I showed him around the garden, and then he saw the little duck pond. And, and well, he, you know, old habits die hard. And, and, and well, he went for a swim. And, obviously, we, then we had to get him dry. He, he forgot to take his clothes off. He just jumped straight in. Oh, my goodness. So, so what, is he on his way? Uh, yes, darling. Yes. Um, um, uh, uh, um, August um, ha- is bringing him over on, on the back of his bicycle. What? Well, well we couldn't find yet the Uncle John. And I, I, he's the only taxi driver I trust. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, how, how long will they be? Toppy's here. Uh, he's a little bit worse for wear. Um, oh, darling, it shouldn't be much longer. Oh, right. Okay. 
well, maybe um, if uh, we, I, I find something else to distract Toppy, but. Uh, yes, darling. Uh, I just hope, I just hope Ozzy doesn't fall off the back of August's bike. It's one of those penny farthings. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Please don't let them have an accident. It's the last thing we need. Oh, no, darling, I, I don't think that'll happen. All right, um, um, just, just wanted to let you know. Thank you, thank you, Bettina. We've been tearing our hair out trying to find out where he is. <laughs> oh, I, I, I bet you go. Uh, top, top is waking up. Goodbye, darling, goodbye. Uh, 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 oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I'm afraid I I have been overserved. Uh, I, I'm sorry I passed out. Oh, gee, Ooh. Boy, oh, Toppy, you look a bit better for your rest, anyway. Uh, I, I think I'm a little sobered up. You, you shouldn't get me drunk like that, Crummy. Uh, Gee, <laughs> uh, um, uh, you just, um, you, you just missed. Um, Ozzy was just outside, what? but they realized they'd forgotten something. Uh, um, uh, you're that Oz- me. No, he was here. Yes, oh, he's coming they, back. He's coming back. Yes. Well, you know, um, it's getting really late. Ah. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't know I was going to be here this long. It's fine. Um, I mean, uh, you just rest up. That he'll, oh. he'll be here in just a moment. I think. Oh, you don't um, have any more th- fixes for me to do? <laughs> no, I, I have a. I do have a uh, a little um, quiz thing though. I oh, a quiz? Of course. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. What is it? A uh, what would you rather do or something? <laughs> Well, um, oh, you don't even know yet, do you? No, it, <laughs> That's because Paul's going to put it in later. I know how this thing works. No, no, um, it's actually I'm going to tell you about some weird words. Oh, yes, and you can you can guess what well, I'll say the word, and you can try and guess what it means, and then I'll tell All you right. what it really means. Tell you what, um, uh, get me some coffee. Uh, I need to sober up just a tad more, and then yes, I think okay. I'll I think I'll I'll be ready. All right, um, and, but no more brandy in it. No, 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 for heaven's sake, no. Um, okay, um, I'll just, whilst I'm making the coffee, I'll just call Yetienko John and see how much longer they'll be. Oh, yes. not uh, too much longer, I hope. No, no, I'm sure not. Really eager to meet Ozzy, you know. Yes, he's very pleased, excited about meeting you. Hello? Uh, what's going on? Uh, um, we know where Ozzy is, but um, I think it's best that you uh, come back here because he's on the road, and the last thing I want is for you to run him over. What? What are you saying? Uh, well, no, he uh, he's been at Bettina's house. Uh, apparently, went for coffee and then ended up in the duck pond. It's, it's a long story. Anyway, August is bringing him uh, over to us on the back of his penny farthing. And really, I, I know that you and bicycles and things. Well, well I've been insulted if, if you weren't correct. Yeah, I guess there is a danger that if I'm on the road, I might accidentally run him over. <laughs> yes, and we can't have that. Oh, dear. I wish I wasn't so predictable. All right, I'll, I'll come back. Uh, why don't you um, get Toppy over to the Magpie Hut? That'll give you a few more minutes. And then when Ozzy arrives, we'll send them to the Magpie Hut. And then uh, they can just have a hangout together. Because I think it might be kind of nice if they just had them time 
for the nozzle chattering around him. That might be a good idea, yes. Oh, and I talked to Paul. Uh, he's at the Fish and Chip Museum, and um, he was also coming back soon. Um, but um, I managed to hint to Martin that he should take him for a meal. So, uh, oh, and have you got Toppy, you know, doing stuff? Uh, have you told him more about the, the party? Well, sort of, but he got a little bit drunk. He did fix the sink and the, the light switch. Oh, uh, the two things that weren't actually broken. Not until I broke them so that he could mend them. Yes, but uh, anyway, I'm making him a coffee and then I'm going to distract him with a bit of trivia and then we'll go over to, over to the magpie hut, as you say. Excellent. Right, and I'll, I'll try and not run them over in my taxi. That, that would be good if you could. All right, yes, right. Um, okay, so see you soon. Yes, see you soon. Yes. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, Toppy, here, here's, here's your coffee. Mm. Oh, thank you, thank uh, you, thank you. I'm uh, just talking to your Uncle John. He mm. says there'll only be a few more minutes. Oh, he suggests excellent. that after, after we've done this trivia, uh, that we should go over to um, the Magpie Hut because uh, it would be a nice place for you and Ozzy to, to, hang, to hang out and you can really sort of, you know, chat without us getting in the way. Because oh. obviously... We still have some more birthday things to do here. And, um, oh, yeah, I and, forgot about that. Uh, well, yes, but you've been very helpful. And oh. there's, I have a whole brochure of things that you can take away with you, too. Um, and uh, oh. things that, that it will make sense. But okay. anyway, let me give you some weird words while okay. you drink your coffee. All right. I'm um, ready. Can you guess what adivism is? A-D-E-V-I-S-M. Uh, that's when um, it's a it's a, a sometimes chronic condition when you can't help but add things up all the time. Like, you know, like if you spilled rice on the floor, you'd like go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and, and like two hours later, you'd be done counting. That's adivism. Mm, it's close, but uh, actually it's the denial of gods of mythology and legend. I don't know whether oh. you're denying denying them, who you're denying them to. But oh. I, I think it's also the version you said as well. It's that is what you said, or it's this. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're partly right. It's just okay. it has so I get, yeah, yeah. All right. I got. Yeah, half, you get right. one point. You get right. Ding! <laughs> yeah. I put in a <laughs> ding sound. <laughs> um, what about bavardage? B a v a r d a g e. I think well, that's how you pronounce. Yeah, so that's when uh, you you just don't want to hop in the tub. You dodge that bath, and every time someone says, you know, you really could use a bath, you say, whoopsie, ha-ha, uh, someone stole my tub. Or otherwise, you just dodge the bath altogether. Um, that's one of the meanings. It's another one within a, an extra meaning. It also means chattering prattle. Like oh. what we do on the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> you guys sure do. <laughs> uh, okay, I did not know that. No, let me try you with this one. Dragonade. That's like dragon and then N-A-D-E. So it's not, it's not, it's not a type of lemonade made of dragons. Oh. Though, oh. Before you say oh. anything. Dragonade. Well, that's when you are so, and I can relate to this. You're so hungover. You're just dragging your aid all over the place, you know, because you're just like, whoa, hungover, and you're just dragging, you know? Uh, well, 
that is one of the meanings. The other uh, one is persecution by military means. Oh. Um, yes. yes. Huh. Uh, <laughs> you guys in the UK certainly have a way with words. <laughs> yes. Um, let me give you a couple more. Um, heterotropic. Hmm. Oh, well, that's one of the, that's part of the LBGTQ H tropic things. Uh, it's a new edition and uh, it's especially for, for gay, lesbians, and trans people in the tropics. Yes, you're right. But <laughs> it also has a secondary meaning of squinting. What? Uh, yes. How do you um, get squinting out of that? I don't know. I'm just reading it off this website. Okay. Um, the last one. Is oh dear oh 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 Otto Gologic no good Otto, lord Otto Try again Otto. Otto I'll do it in bits Otto Rhino Laryngology Otto Rhino Laryngology Oh my God Oh I hope you never get that. No, Carmen, seriously, that's when you automatically get a rhino stuck in your throat, and it is not pleasant at all. Uh, yes, uh, that is true. Um, it is also the study of ear, nose, and throat. Oh, with, uh, I was, clo- I was with, close. Obviously, obviously, with rhinos stuck in there, though, as the main yeah. cause of the problem. Yes. By the way, how, how do you tell if, if you've had a rhino in your This is a, a riddle. How do you tell if you've had a rhino in your throat? Uh, it leaves footprints on your tongue. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's that—that that is a scientific fact. Yes. Oh my God, I am such a caution, Cromedy, aren't I? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> to, to, Toppy, your oh no, oh to, Toppy, Toppy, your phone is ringing. It oh. is Paul. So oh. you you have to pretend you're not in the house. Oh. What am I supposed to do? Be, am I back answer. in my apartment? Yes, yes, you're back in uh, your apartment. Uh, okay, good lord. Uh, I hope I'll flub this up. <clears throat> Hello? Hi, Toppy, it's me, Paul. Hey, uh, don't mind me. I was just feeding my chickens in my apartment in Pickle Hollow, which uh, is in America. Oh, I wish you were, I wish you were over here, here because... Um, I do too, really. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at a fish and chip museum. Yeah. Oh, I heard that about Martin. that. Yeah. Say hello to Arthur Treacher's for me. <laughs> oh, uh, we have uh, them in America, which is where I am. Yes. Oh, well, I hope we're going to get to meet up soon because, uh, well, you know, it's my significant birthday. I've, yeah. got a lot of, I've got a lot of things actually planned on the actual weekend, but <sighs> I'm sure, I'm sure I'm we sure. can arrange. I'm sure we can arrange to meet up. Okay, uh, you know, Paul, I, I should be used to this, you know, the way you do your podcast. But to be honest with you, I have been waiting forever now to see Ozzy because I re- that's why I'm here. I mean, and I haven't seen him yet. And I, I it's almost time. For, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm in America. I was okay. delirious for a second. We'll, we'll, get you o- we'll get you over sometime. Yeah, someday I'll come over and meet Ozzy. That's what I we meant. Can think of, unless we can think of a reason to send Ozzy over to Pickle Hollow. But, uh, oh, um, there's always a reason. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Pickle, Pickle Hollow is here, and uh, you're there. And yeah. uh, I'm not anywhere there. I'm here. Is <laughs> Aunt um, happy with you? Well, she had to run. Oh, um, you good. know, because, you know, she's got, she's a busy gal. Uh, yeah. so no. Oh, well, um, do you mind if, um, like 
when it's my birthday. Do you mind if I call you up and tell you how I'm doing? I, I want to share my adventures with 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 you. All. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, of course, of course, Paul, of course. I'll be doing it. I'll be doing a show and everything, but uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> I, I, I don't know because the listeners may have already heard that episode by the time this episode goes out. I, I mean, don't know because the I've fish and thought. chip museum episode is not as exciting as my actual birthday. No. Episode. No, of course not, Arthur Treacher's. No, of course not. Anyways, oh, well, uh, look at it's it's a nice shiny day here in Pickle Hollow. <laughs> oh, all right, well I'll let you go. And, okay, um, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. All right, I got to go feed my chickens here in my apartment in Pickle Hollow in America. <laughs> give them some, give them some seeds from me. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh my God, do you think I fooled him? Oh. I was so oh, nervous. Uh, yes. No, no, no. You were fine. Okay, um, good. Right. Let's, I think that's enough long words. So let's, let's go over to the magpie hut because I'm sure Ozzy will be here any, any time now. Okay. And, and magpies, can... meet Ozzy. Now we're cooking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go and do that. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> is The Ambassadors of Death. Seven 25-minute episodes starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, first broadcast from Saturday 21st of March 1970 to Saturday 2nd of May 1970. Uh, it's the penultimate story of that season, John Pertwee's first season, first season in colour. Um, always had a bit of a mystique that season to us fans back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, partly because the stories weren't that easy to come by, although we came by them eventually. I mean, obviously, I mean, we came by them via fan circles before they came, were officially released. But I think with the exception of Spearhead from Space, which is the first one yes. of the season, um, they were all in rather kind of missing... Some of them was missing colour, some of them... You know, the, 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 what was... The, the copies they had left of the BBC really weren't in a very good condition. No. Uh, and I think they were sort of taped off the air or something from America. Or yeah, yeah. Even though the title sequence is similar similar to the title sequence for the first four seasons of Pertwee, they did different things, tried different things, um, the way that the title zoomed in or yeah. the... Um, and yeah, it, you've got ambassadors and then of death sort of yeah. and, joins, it, joins it later. I mean... <clears throat> That I think they they decided after this series, um, after the season, to sort of simplify a bit. But uh, just little things like that were very exciting to me. Uh, that there were differences, and also it um, features a companion, Liz Shaw, who uh, it's the only season that she ever did. And it's I, a I bit have different. to say, um, I remember your first copy of it. And on the video, you, you had a label that said the ambassadors, and then in slimy writing, going down with going, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my least favourite of the four stories that year. Um, but um, I remember being quite fascinated because the, the aliens are sort of inside spacesuits, but there is a scene 
where you, you do get to see what they look like without their suits, well, without their helmets on. And uh, I remember being quite fascinated by that because it wasn't... Uh, you very rarely saw a photo. And also, I think perhaps the first copy we had, it wasn't a very good quality. So uh, I was always quite fascinated. I wanted to see a good quality picture of I have to say also that scene is very frighteningly directed um, the, the late Michael Ferguson directed it and he had a very very stylistic approach because you've got a, a close up of the ambas, you've got a close up of the alien you've got a close up of this shore the system, you've got another close up another, another close up, and suddenly boom mm. the horrible face is there mm. and it's actually really very very well directed that scene I like I like the um there's a good, there's a good cliffhanger where Liz is trying to get away along a, um, like a weir, and um, and and, and f- away away from some baddies and, and slips in and that's that was a very Sutton Park type cliffhanger although we couldn't have fallen in. Um, you could afford, You had something in. Well, you've still got something in in Charlton. Yeah, there's a, a there's like a that. You could... yeah. The, we there's a water, a small waterfall and a weir type thing. Near where I live, we, so we had filmed, and we did. I think one of the characters yeah, was was supposedly fought, did fall off and do. Uh, Andy's character went uh, fell off and uh, uh, and went missing, yeah. and then came back as as a for filthy Luke, the man from the merchandising store, yeah. um, and um, yeah, was wasn't Caroline John. Um, Pregnant when yeah, she, she did. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was doing boost. all that running around. Yeah, because she didn't. She, she 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 didn't want to. She didn't want to lose her job, so she she didn't tell anyone she was pregnant. <laughs> and I think the few people, a select people, she told. Um, it doesn't sound like she was like treated all that well on the show because uh, she was had to. I don't think she had a driving license at the time. She had to drive a car, and she sort of you know they they were kind of a bit. But I I for me, um, ambassadors is. I think it's one of those slow burn stories in that, you know, it's always, in, it, it, I've always enjoyed seeing it, but it's kind of risen up the ranks a bit. I, I think um, it's probably my second favourite of the season now. Um, it's, I think I like, one thing I like is a lot of intrigue and a lot of spy stuff and a lot of um, court intrigue. And um, there's plenty of that in here. It's actually a very grown-up story. I mean, it, it would you could remake it now, and it would actually be. Although th- there's some adult stuff in Who these days, it, it's still a bit of a. Uh, a it, there's still a lightness about it that you know is a li- little bit gimmicky. But with this, you know, there's good solid drama, and there's a very very good fight scenes. Mm. There's a fight scene in a, a sort of shootout in a warehouse, which could have been the Sweeney, you know, it was, it was really well done. Uh, good guest cast, um, there's a particularly good uh, henchman called Regan, who's the, uh, who kind of does a lot on his own, he's just, not just a yearbush kind of henchman, he's, he's got a bind of his own and he works things out. It was actually written initially by David Whitaker, who'd done a lot of the 60s ones, um, but rewritten a lot by Malcolm Hulk, who had, it was just sort of coming into his own and um, and again by Trevor Ray, and it's uh, one of my little party games. I think is is to myself is is um, trying to identify who wrote what because mm. some of the characters are very Malcolm Hulk, and some of the some of them are very David Whittaker, mm. but mm. not in that order. I think the the uh, the later character Regan is is 
very David Whittaker, and yet David Whittaker wrote the earlier ones. <laughs> I don't know if there's an evidence from that, but little things like that fascinate me. But I like the fact that ultimately, again, we've got some spoilers here, um, the ambassadors turn out to be goodies, and, and it's the humans that are the baddies. Mm. Um, I, I, it's a little bit more... Of, uh, I mean, there's another story called Inferno, that was very, very exciting. But this one's a little bit better structured. And, yeah, it's seven episodes. It, it's, it's a little bit long, but um, it's, it's a little bit more sophisticated than, than Inferno. Um, but uh, a little bit, there's a little bit more going for it. Um, but oh, what was the other thing I was going to say? I can't remember. I remember one, one little anecdote, though. When we had a, first had a copy of it, um, I was trying to get hold of Warren because uh, he was going to return some tapes and I hadn't seen him socially for a while. And this was the one thing that got him out of hiding. <laughs> he was busy working at the time and I got a, I got ambassador then. Suddenly, <laughs> he was there at my house. <laughs> I got you now. <laughs> we, we better move on. Um, when, we have no hope whatsoever of, um, uh, as I say, we are using the randomizer. so I apologise I kind of apologise and don't uh, don't apologise <laughs> that um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that we're getting a lot of classic Who here. We have, uh, but we can't possibly do thirteen stories anyway. Well, um, so uh, we'll just forge on with what uh, randomise what the randomise picks for us. And next up, we have Dragonfire, three twenty-five minute episodes starring Sylvester McCoy as the Doctor. First broadcast from Monday, twenty-third of November, nineteen eighty-seven to Monday, 7th of December, 1987. Dragonfire was the fourth and final story of season 24, uh, Sylvester McCoy's first season, um, not that long after The Ultimate Foe. Um, it introduces a new character called Ace, who became his companion for the rest of um, the, the his time on the show, and who still, had, well, it was at a time of recording appeared in Power of the Doctor, the most recently screened Doctor Who story. Um, and for, for me, it, it was... The, I, I hadn't been that sure about the stories before. It was a bit of a troubled season with them having to do scripts that had been written for Colin. Um, people were finding their feet. And um, I wasn't keen on Mel, the companion played by Bonnie Langford. But... Um, Dragonfire was my favourite story of that season. It was set on an ice world, but it was a studio-bound story, which I'm not never that happy when it's studio-bound. I like to, I like a bit of outside broadcasting. Um, um, but, yeah, it, it was my favourite story of the season, but in a way, in any other season, it probably wouldn't have been anywhere near the top. But, um, but I did... I, I did enjoy it, and then subsequently season 25 and 26 um, continued with, with pretty strongly, and it was also the time I was beginning to meet, uh, sort of by season 25 I was meeting more fans, and I was getting into fandom, and um, so I have a fondness for, for the show, um, it's one of my favourite eras, partly because it became more than just about the show came about being sociable and um, uh, Sylvester and Sophie era um, was a very positive one for me um, and I think uh, is remembered fondly by quite a lot of fans and fans who were younger than me at the time as well as fans who uh, 
who, who are perhaps a little bit older as well. Um, but uh, what about what do you th- what do you think? Nick? I, I like Dragonfly. I I, I actually uh, rewatch it because I uh, I've got the Blu-ray of that season, season twenty-four, um, earlier this year, and we w- watched the whole lot. Um, to be honest, I'm I'm slightly more tipped to twenty-four than twenty-five. I felt twenty-five sold out rather with the because it uh, Sylvester McCoy's best year for me personally was because it was very experimental and quirky and it was trying out the form a bit um, I always I wasn't too keen on bringing back old monsters but this season I think although it was a little bit silly too silly here and there and Time of the Rani but the first story was pretty awful and had nothing to do with um, the, either with you know with, it didn't it was, it was commissioned by the producer it had nothing to do with anybody, any script editor whatsoever um, but with by the time Dragonfire I, 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 I quite liked the previous two well Delta and the Batman which is the previous story was my favourite of that season but Dragonfire very healthy second um, I actually it really was hitting a stride now with the new style and it was a new it was a completely different style to the previous Doctor Who and Dragonfire was a nice solid adventure story um, with a good baddie in um, if <laughs> as it were um, a nice nice baddie with baddies have got to have collateral damage they've got to you've got to see what they can do and see the suffering they're causing otherwise they're just not, not going to work and, and they've got to have a backstory Kane has both um, so which is which is a nice concept um, Patricia Quinn from Rocky Horror she, she was a nice character in it um, and a nice twist at the end and so and uh, it written by Ian Briggs, who this is his first script uh, of the season uh, of, of, of the Doctor Who, and he went on to do Curse of Fenric, which is one of the McCoy greats. Mm. Um, and yes, it was a nice setting. I rewatch. I think there's only one scene really where the uh, the the, the studio e bit really does go clunk, and but fortunately they actually cut it out. There's a there's a scene. One, one, having said that about uh, returning old characters, uh, one character that really did work when they returned was Glitz, which is an intergalactic combat played by Tony Selby. And I actually think he works extremely Who had well. been last seen in The Ultimate Foe. Indeed. Uh, two, two other memories of Dragonfire was um, in... It was the last story I actually recorded on audio because we didn't have... We are still a year away from getting a video recorder. And um, this sounds crazy by 1987, but my parents were quite old-fashioned about this is where they, how they use the money. And um, I, I was always recording the show on audio, but it was this, I got a different tape recorder for, for this story, and we had a different telly as well. We had a, a small teletext telly. And um, I actually was able to connect, I think, if I'm remembering rightly, I was able to connect up at the back and record it directly for the first time ever. And ironically the last time ever um and um so i was that we were able to talk whilst we were mm. and uh, at the end yeah we we it was the last uh, story before i started videoing it yeah i i had a we, video by 98 by beginning of season 25 that's right we uh, began we began we both began videoing at the same time i think danny who uh, was started videoing a, a trial yeah, I think, um, well, he started with trial. I remember Andy. He, he started with um, season twenty-four. I remember, I remember Andy 
um, of Andy Ching, who's been on the, the show, uh, he started videoing about um, season 24 as well. And um, I remember him being sort of... Uh, one of the first things I asked for when we started swapping videos was season 24. Um, and I remember him being sort of surprised because he knew perhaps he knew I didn't like it that much. But <laughs> I think I was also... I think he was partly excited, though, to have show uh, episodes that were so recent. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so uh, I think that's um, why. I then... I think I got my first copies of season 24 from Danny, I think. The, the funny thing about season 24 is, despite it being um, a bit of a Marmite season, it's not universally disliked. In fact, I know some people who would die, die, die at the stake um, for, for, for time in the Rani. Oh. There's a, there a, there a big fan following for a lot of these stories of that season. So I think um, that's very much... I think probably it, it, people have come to appreciate it a bit more. I think there was some... I think it was more... It wasn't so much the scripts, but some of the artistic decisions, I think, were probably a bit dodgy. I like, as I say, I like, I really like Delta and the Bannermen. Um, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I think people have grown, that's grown on people. I like, I like, um, Paradise Towers, I think, is a great script that's let down by silly playing. Um, I yeah, think I think it's just a little bit too. I always said that uh, if, if it had played, played much darker, it if would they'd have been. said, think of it as a Joe Orton, like a George exactly. Joe Orton script or something. Uh, exactly. Uh, if they'd done that, um, so in a way, it was a missed opportunity. Um, so I, I, I'm, I, I regret that, but it doesn't. For me, it doesn't completely spoil the story. Um, I have to be in the right mood for Paradise Towers. Mm. Um, but anyway, so sorry. I mean, I like murderous. I like murderous old ladies. So that's it got was, its positive. That's a positive. They could have actually been a bit more arch and dialed it back a bit. But there's there's so many. I think what wins me over with that that is there's so many good ideas. But it wouldn't, um, Dragonfire, I think it's it's a much more straight drama. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I think those last two stories, the the baddies, uh, by contrast from um, Richard Briers. The baddies are played completely straight, and um, th uh, 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 that's what works for those last two stories. So, thumbs up for Dragonfire. Um, I yeah, I'm rewatching it recently. Yeah, it's, still, it's sort of and then three episodes. It's rather neat. I'm at the Fish and Chip Museum in London. It's full of fish and chips, uh, although you can't eat them because they're behind glass. Um, although I'm hoping that we can have fish and chips, real fish and chips, like um, once we're done. But uh, yeah, Martin's with me, aren't you, Martin? I am with you. Uh, the smells are marvellous. Yeah, they've like piped like the history of fish and chips, not only visually but the smells, because apparently fish and chips smelled quite different back in the 1950s than now. Um, and, and I think it's something to do with what was in the batter and also um, like the, the vinegar. Vinegar was slightly different. 60s vinegar was a bit trippy. Uh, yes, I think they might have put something in it. 
oh well it's the 60s all that sort of thing used to happen uh, indeed anyway um we're just going to uh, the gift shop i'm going to buy i saw i'm going to buy a key ring which is like some fish and chips and um and maybe a postcard with some fish and chips maybe a tea towel with some fish and chips and um maybe a baseball cap which shaped like some fish and chips uh sounds a good idea before. anyway um uh, i i'm sure uh um uh, that that you, you would like to hear more listeners but um uh, more in a bit oh yeah <laughs> fish and chips <laughs> exactly Right. Um, um, here we have the magpie hug. Yes. Stop you. Yeah. Uh, Cromedy. Cromedy. You know, you know that I love Yeti Uncle John, and you know that I adore yeah. his magpies, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But even I, um, well, it's been two hours, and yes, uh, I've had fun uh, listening to your magpies. Uh, I mean, and uh, they are do seem to be getting quite angry that we're. And it's just that even I, after two hours, um, where is that doc? Uh, uh, I'm here. It's me, Ozzy. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, uh, Ozzy, uh, Ozzy. Uncle uh, John, what are you doing? Look, shut up. We'll tell you what's happened later. Uh, oh, Ozzy. Quick, quick, quick. quick. Um, I mean, quick, quick, quick. Ozzy, uh, you are not what I expected at all. Uh, sorry I'm late. I You're so hairy. That's not quick, feathers. Quick, quick. I'm sorry I'm later than I was expecting to be. Yeah, but quick, anyways, quick, quick. I'm glad I've been waiting forever to meet you. Wait a minute. Quick, quick, quick. Comedy. Quick. Yeti Uncle John. Quick. You're not the duck. Quick. Did you really think? Oh, now I'm I'm getting just a little pee. Uh-oh. Where's Ozzy? Why are you pretending to be Ozzy? Why isn't Ozzy here? Uh, all right. It, it, it was a bit unfortunate. Property. I'm going to have to tell him the full story. Yeah, full story, please. Oh, Toppy, we didn't want to disappoint you. Um, I... He, uh, Ozzy was supposed to be back yesterday and yet we couldn't get through to him he's been on a career trip but he's back uh, in the country but um, yeah. couldn't get hold of him um, and we, but you guys knew I was coming to see Ozzy exactly and then we heard how bad your your trip had been that we felt bad that uh, and, and but it was kind of difficult to know what to do um, anyway um, we did uh, whilst you were, were having your, your, your nap, you uh, did find out who, where he was. He, uh, yeah. He was, he was at Bettina's house. Bettina's um, house? But he's left, he'd left Bettina's house. He ended up in the duck pond. Because, you know... Duck he, pond? That, he, uh, anyway, August was bringing him um, here um, on the back of his... Um, um, called Penny Farthing Bike. Penny Farthing Bike. And, and then, and then, what happened, dear Uncle John? Yeah. Well, um, he, he there, there's been a, a problem with a, uh, a flock of seagulls. A flock of seagulls. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. You know what? I, I'm starting to get the picture here. Uh, Ozzy doesn't want to meet me, does he? No. I, I think that's probably what it is. You know what? Listen, I want. If that's the case, then I think 
I, you know, I have a podcast I should get back to. And you know what? If he doesn't want to meet me, then, well, maybe I don't want to meet him. No, you no. know, I'm sorry I came now. No, no, Tuffy. This is the way things nothing. happen on Paul's. No, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm bordering on being highly insulted. It's nothing personal. Yeah, no. He I doesn't mean, want to meet me. Oh, no, you could try. You could try to make all the excuses, but it's obvious to me he doesn't right, want right, to meet right. me. Right, no, right, you're stop stopping. that! You're not a duck. Gee. Okay, you guys. You know what? Uh, I'm ready to get into that stupid, idiotic spaceship, and I might as well go because obviously, I, I'm, I, he doesn't want to meet me, and I don't know what the deal is. Okay. I'm a little disappointed in this whole thing. As a matter of oh, fact, yeah. all that have just told me this from the beginning. Not, not the case. Not true. This, you know the Shy Life podcast. Things like this happen all the time. What I'm saying. I mean, Ozzy's very flattered. He thinks that most people don't like him. So when he heard that you did like him, he was very keen to see you. I'm Just, not sure. I think this is a story. I think you're conjuring. Oh. Yeah, John, do you know that I had to sit through uh, two hours of stupid trivia questions about stupid... You know what? And I had to fix your light and connect your sink to the light. Anyway... They, they weren't even broken either. Oh, for God. That, that, I mean, they were broken. I broke them. But to, to delay so. things, that's how stupid the whole thing is. Well, you now you, that you finally said something right. The whole thing is stupid. Look, I'm sorry. I got to go. Um, yeah. You know, when, when Paul gets a chance, have him call me, okay? Uh, listen, I, I hate to leave uh, in this state... But but I I really have to say okay. uh, I'm shocked shocked no 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 I'm gonna go you've missed that oh quick 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 no forget about that oh my god I'm going yeah oh dear oh dear yeah. exactly oh dear did I tell you I'm going yet I'm going oh no. quick 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 Hey guys, it's me, Ozzy. Uh, well, where, where's Toppy? Quack, quack, quack. Oh, Ozzy, it, it, why are you covered in seagull poo? Oh, oh yeah, stop. Is it, is, it the new, is it the latest fashion? No, quack, quack, quack. Where's Toppy's smelly? Oh, you had to go. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, listeners, um, I, I I really don't know what's been going on this episode, but other than what I've been recording about the uh, fish and chip um, uh, museum, um, but uh, I imagine there's been other things going on that've been very exciting. Well, of course, I am lying. <laughs> recording this bit a while after what you heard happening in this episode so i i do now know what was going on because oh dear it's almost unfortunate um yes uh, i i know all about the surprise party because it's happened at time of talking um i know about toppy coming over and i know about the the the, the problems about him meeting with ozzy and oh, that's really got to be uh sorted as well um but uh 
Anyway, that's all we've got time for. We do have two little bits at the end of the episode, of course. One that was recorded at the little party they did throw me a few weeks later, um, or a few days later, whatever. Um, uh, Unfortunately, Ozzy couldn't be at that party because he was on a courier trip. So, uh, anyway, I mean, I think we've sort of, um, sort of, because it was my birthday, Toppy was, um, you know, he he was back on good form. But, um, um, yeah, I do need to have a word with him um, about rescheduling his visit so that he can meet Ozzy. Because, uh, anyway, um, you'll hear those bits after the end theme music. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so that is all we've got time for. Um, you take care. We've got lots of episodes left to share with you before the end of the year. So, uh, um, yeah, all right. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get this all sorted out. And, and I promise we will we will go and rescue Ick at some point as well. We, we, we really will. We, we will. Uh, I promise. Okay. Uh, take care. And bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks to me, Toppy, again. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday again. I think that's okay. I've been keeping track. That's the uh, 314th time I've wished you happy birthday. But yeah. happy birthday again. 315! <laughs> I'm, I'm completely confused because uh, I think, yeah, because I spoke to you on my actual birthday and I didn't know that you'd been prepared. You've been involved in this surprise party because it's a surprise. Oh, yeah. I didn't know oh, about it. Preparing for it was a big surprise to me, too, but that's another story for another time. I should try and do a speech, but I don't think I can get the no. words right. Uh, you, you've uh, been overserved. I know the feeling. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame. Happy birthday, 316. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame that not everybody can be at this party. Uh, but, yeah, uh, tell me about it. Anyways, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. Listen, uh, I, I, you know, I, I know not everybody, uh, you know, loves me. And uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to be here at your party. But it's so obvious about that No, duck. no, no. I, that I, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah. <laughs> this Wasn't this when I was at the fish and chip thing? Yeah, yeah I recall. I, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. The museum, the museum, yeah, yeah, with the fish chips behind behind I glass. Even, I even rang you up and you yeah pulled the wool over my eyes because you didn't yeah. want me to know that I, you were here. Yeah, well, I remember. You know. Happy birthday. Anyways, yeah, happy uh, birthday, three hundred seventeen. Yeah, I I uh, I was quite surprised when Bettina popped out of the cake. <laughs> uh, I mean, ah, uh, we all were uh, because fair. yeah. To be fair, I was kind of hoping for some, something a little different, but never yeah. mind. It was uh, a nice both, surprise. You and me both uh, down. <laughs> Boy, Hello. you know what? Uh, oh, yes, yeah. go ahead. No, that's just, that's just, that's no, just, yeah. Not. 
I know you. You've been. Listen, uh, I sure hope uh, that your birthday uh, month, two months, <laughs> is nearing an end. Uh, is it? So I think that's just. I think there's just one meal to come. Oh, maybe. one more meal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the one we pulled from school at the restaurant. Oh, okay. The what? The restaurant, the, the rules restaurant. Restaurant, oh, restaurant, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, have some coffee before you go on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, is it? I was in Basel, Basel. What? Huh? Uh, i look at him. He's exhausted and drunk. Uh, well, you know what? I think all's well that ends well. Uh, on this uh, massive, uh, ridiculously long birthday show. And folks, uh, seeing as how Paul's a little out of commission, well, I'll just take the liberty to, to sign off again. But you can be sure we'll be back in about 30 seconds with another, uh, you know, end, because this isn't the end, although it sounds like it. But then he's going to come on again, and there'll be another ending. <laughs> Listen, I know my way around. And anyway, look at Paul. He's just... He's terribly drunk. I've got to go now. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> yes, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Wow. Real. No kidding. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. That is so cringe, oh my god. You're a man of culture as well. <laughs> Paul, did you have a good birthday party? I mean, this particular birthday party. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you uh, very much. Thank you very much for um, uh, uh, for arranging it. Gosh, I seem to be having one birthday thing after another. But I, I hope this one was as good as the one you had on your actual birthday. Oh, yes, it was. Completely different set of friends. And absolutely marvellous. And... Uh, yeah, I was a little bit worried about um, uh, Toppy, though. Um, you know, that whole thing with Ozzy, it, it, it worries me, you know. I don't want Toppy thinking that Ozzy didn't want to meet him. I just guess he doesn't fully understand quite how much of, of, of a... Um, uh, how much trouble Ozzy gets into. Yes, I know. He, he took it personally. Um, but uh, anyway... I think I'm going to call him before the end of the episode. I'm going to call him Toppy. Yes. I'm going to arrange a little surprise for Toppy. I need to I need to smooth this out. Oh, Paul. 
You should just be resting after all these parties. I know. You did like the party. Guess comedy. I loved the party. Uh, listeners, um, the gang threw a wonderful cocktail party for me. Uh, a surprise. Um, it, it was. It was wonderful. It. it uh, um, was at the music school and uh, um, so many people were there it, it was fantastic um, and uh, I, I, it, even though it wasn't on my birthday it was still um, you know <laughs> it's a, an absolute treat oh Paul I'm so glad <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> well thank you Cromarty and thank you to everybody who helped um uh, I'm sorry things got rather confusing when you're organising it with, with the whole Doppy and um, Aussie thing, but uh, don't you worry, I'm going to sort things out. I'm going to make sure those two um, get to meet up like they intended. That would be fantastic, Paul. Oh, I, I just hope you can sort it out. I will. It's my mission. I'm going to make sure those two become firm friends. No, Paul. Oh, kitty, kitty, Dilly. Perfect, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I love Dilly. God, is this show going to end anytime soon? Hello. Um, hello. Hello, it's me, Paul. Oh, Paul, it, listen, if it's about your birthday again, you know. No. Uh, no. Happy birthday. I don't know what you want me to say. No, thank you. Oh, okay. Um, just, uh, I got somebody who wants to speak to you. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, um, come on. Um, hello, it's me. Um, Ozzy, Ozzy, the talking duck. Quack, quack, quack. Uh, Toppy Spenny, uh, is that you? Uh, yeah, Ozzy, is that really you? It's really me. Quack, quack, quack. Uh, oh. I'm so sorry I didn't get to meet you. Quack, quack, quack. Oh. Um, I, 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 I got attacked by some seagulls whilst I was riding on a penny farthing. Quack, quack, penny- quack. Okay, well, 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 I wasn't upset at all. You know, I totally understood. Uh, Ozzy, I totally understood. And there's nothing to forgive. And uh, I wasn't angry at all. I, but it's, it's great to be talking with you finally. Maybe someday we'll, we'll meet in person, but it's great to be able to talk to you. I hope so. Quack, quack, quack. I think you're my only fan. I so desperately <laughs> want to meet you, quack, quack, quack. Oh, of course you do. Oh, you might, you're, I, I'm your only fan. You underestimate yourself, my feathered friend. You are probably uh, the best thing that's happened to the Shy Life podcast in a long time. Uh, yes, yes. Um, um, well, we, uh, uh, it's me again, Paul. I'm, I'm, um, we'll, we'll get you to meet up properly. Um, definitely before the end of the year. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, Ozzy, gee, I can't wait. And I wasn't unhappy at all. I mean, I totally understood. I, I wasn't cross with you at all. I, in fact, there was, you know, anyways, we'll, we'll meet up sometime. Cause I know you really do like me. I do. Quack, quack, quack. I really okay. Do. <laughs> oh, gee. Okay. Bye, Ozzy. Goodbye. Quack, quack, quack. Ah, oh, Paul, I can't believe it. That was so nice for you to put Ozzy on. We'll make sure we have a proper meeting. Maybe I should bring him over to Pickle Hollow if that's easier. I don't oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I can fit him. I don't come anymore. We'll, we'll he, work he it can, out. He can, he, fly. Can fly. he can fly. He can fly. Yeah, which, can he fly Under his own power, though. That would not, be a long trip. Yeah, it's a long way. But anyway, we'll sort something out. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll sort it. Um, and you know what? what? My chickens are nigh to meet him. Yes. Oh, that would be perfect then we'll do it that way around okay um, 
Paul, don't tell him how cross I was. He doesn't need to know. No, we haven't. We haven't. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I better go. But um, all yeah. right. Uh, oh, um, oh! Before you go. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Three hundred and forty. Thank you. Oh dear. Um, I promise we won't mention my birthday again until next year. Oh, soon. nonsense. Well, soon anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <sighs> okay. Yeah, bye. So. Is that the yeah. end? Okay. Yes, I think so. Okay. Crack, crack, crack. Ozzy. What the hell just happened on this show? I mean, seriously. Just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Six, eight, five. Shut up, bird. <laughs> Stupid bird. Oh, God. Six hundred eighty-four. Six hundred eighty-five. Six eight five. Et voilà.